0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No process forward by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's a fight in. It's a fight It's a fight in. Cock, a camel
3: Hello and welcome to episode. Fuck, what is it? We've, we've put out about eight. Jesus Christ. No, mate, no, 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 no. Ricky, we've put up about 18 episodes in the last week because we've got to compete with Last, on, last Word on Spurs. <laughs> Let's <laughs> so just keep you've just got to keep putting them out, just in case they put one out. <laughs> Ricky, uh, I'm joined on the line by obviously Ricky, but also I'm joined on the line by the legend, the Twitter legend, that is Billy T. I nearly said your your, your, your government name, then. Sorry, mate. I'd have to burn the podcast to the ground if that happens. Yeah, but, and uh, just for the record, we're all really supportive of the fact that Last Bird on Spurs have uh, uh, featured on Sky Sports today aren't we? I mean, Billy, you, yeah. you have no dog in this fight, obviously, but me and Ricky are fucking fuming. <laughs> fuming. <laughs> nah, fair fucks to the man. Fair fucks. There isn't, there isn't a single, uh, uh person on, on uh, Spurs related content producer who works harder than Ricky Sachs. So I say, it, it, that, yeah, one and one and all congratulations. Well done. Even if I fucking hate every single minute of his success, Bravo! <laughs> fair, fair play, fair play. I mean, if... you know what I
4: like is any anytime you go on Twitter, no matter if it was three a.m. or seven a.m. or five p.m., there's always a last word on Spurs tweet about some random transfer rumor. Mate, they are <laughs> grafting. They
3: are it's grafting. Recent, fair play time. The thing is, is that if you're in a nightclub and you, you need, you know, you feel like I've got to, I've got to come away from this nightclub with, a, uh, you know, at least a two out of ten. I can't say that anymore. That's, <laughs> I just, if, if you want to come, you, it, 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 let me rephrase that. If you want to come out f- away from a, a nightclub with a lady, a lady, um, then you've got to graft sometimes. <laughs> you've got, you have to graft. And and that's what they're doing. So do you know what? Fair play, because I haven't put in the work over the years. So I haven't done 10 years of podcasting, Billy, and, and nor has Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you you did graft at the weekend, though, boys. Fucking that? Harry Kane and so Tong. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate, have you have you ever mate. seen a a turnaround in a performance like that before, Bill?
4: No, mate, because you know, the first half was absolutely dreadful, was it? I mean, we had a couple of flashes, mainly from Ndombele, and you know, the mood on, on Twitter was was awful, and you know, people calling for Mourinho to go and all this sort of stuff. And then we got the goal back, and then the second half it was just like a turnaround that like, we haven't seen for a long, long time, and then those two, the biggest thing for me is those two totally blew them out of the water and when you when you think about what happens when you add bail into that mix as well, it's just you know it's put, I imagine every single Spurs fan that went into work today have a huge huge boost like well, just couldn't really have been a better weekend well, you, say, for
3: us. you say that you say that but there there are there are Spurs fans out there that and despite you know despite the fact that we scored uh what was it four goals in the second half and destroyed mm-hmm. them. Um, there are Spurs fans out there that are not happy and I guess that comes from the fact that they're just not happy with Mourinho uh, being being our manager. What, wh- where are you at with Jose Mourinho, Billy? Um,
4: well, I think to to contextualise it, like, um, you know, was, Pochettino has given me the biggest and best Spurs memories that I could ever imagine. Um, he gave me Four or five years, or however long it was, just the most incredible memories. Um, and I'll always, always be grateful for that. But if we look at it now, we'll look back on it, we didn't win a single trophy. Uh, and that really hurts, and it will always really hurt, I think. Um, and I don't know as whether I, I like Mourinho, the guy, and everything that he's been through, obviously, that has a Chelsea history, which we'll never forget. Um, and it's difficult to swallow as a Spurs fan. Um, but what he does bring is hopefully the antidote to, you know, our weak mentality, our historical bottling of big finals and things like that. So, you know, I think we have to get on board with him. I think everything that he's done in his career, he's like an antidote to everything that we've done lately. He's he's the opposite of what we have been, really. Yeah. Um, and I think we owe it to him to be able to learn from him, and him to drag us up to where you know everything that he's achieved.
3: I think we owe, owe it to ourselves, don't we? We owe, we owe it to ourselves, uh, given the fact that we you know we we've watched Spurs. I mean, I say owe it to ourselves. We don't, you know, we just we've picked to to support, or we've been born into a football club that is magnificent, that gives us the opportunity of of glory, even if we never quite grasp it. We're always, or we have been, certainly in the last five or six years, and if you want to go back to uh, Redknapp's side, just on the cusp of something special. But but, 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 but we have, Spurs fans have put in the graft over the last 30 years or so where we haven't won a great deal. One FA Cup uh, in the last 40 years, uh, two League Cups as well. It's not enough for a club our size, isn't it? Okay, at this moment, then to 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 buy into a Mourinho side and, and a, a manager who's won it all, and just hope that he does it again with us. Like we're not we're not, 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 not anyone who's like pro Mourinho right now isn't saying we are definitely going to win it. But I think the people that are really pro Mourinho, myself included, are just like, let's just. Let's just give it a go. Even football isn't great. If it if if there's a cup at the end of it, then isn't it worth it in in the short term?
4: Uh, And I think for me as well, you know, we can have the we had years of the most incredible football, playing the best football in the land, and all that, and we never won anything. Um, And if we have to sacrifice that for boring football, but grinding out results, but we get a trophy at the end of it, then you know maybe that's what we have to do. And I think there's going to be times like. For example, the Southampton first half, things like that, you know, where it doesn't work, it doesn't come off. But we won that game, um, and I think he's now getting to the stage where he's realizing um, he's fully aware of the task that he has at hand and who he can get rid of and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's interesting. I think what, I wonder what you guys thought about the handling of the Deli Ali situation because I, I see it sort of splitting Spurs fans right down the middle. Um, whether what Mourinho is doing is the right way to handle a character like Deli Ali, because we put our arm around him for years. Um, he was an incredible player for us, but if we're honest, he hasn't been anywhere near the same for a good couple of years now. So is this way the right way to handle him, do you reckon?
3: Rick, what do you think? It's a great question.
0: Uh, I think we're, well, we're about to find out. I think with a player where he has been how he has been, um, like, like Bill was saying about uh, putting the arm around him, and I think when you've been at a club for uh, a good amount of years, you you do get relaxed about things. You do you do know every staff member and every player, and stuff like that. And maybe it needs a bit of a shake uh, for him to realise his potential. Uh, there used to be the old uh, like um, aggressive mm-hmm. deli, um who who would go in and was a bit spiteful, and I haven't really seen that that side of him. It's just been a bit lethargic. But what I will say is. Um, when he has played, um I think and especially against um Everton as well, that um we we were struggling and I felt like he was one of the players that was trying to do something, even though um some of the some of the one twos weren't coming off and he wasn't controlling it at least he was giving it a go. but what I think for for delhi and this situation, I highly doubt anyone is going to be able to come in with the money that it's going to take and take a punt on Delhi at this moment. So the only choice he's going to have, I think, realistically, is to probably lick his wounds, sulk for a bit and come back uh, a a lot better and prove to his critics, prove to Mourinho um, that he is the player who he thought he was. Because in the all or nothing uh, doc, he was saying that... um, when he was at United and uh, Fergie was saying, if you get one player, get Delhi and I think he knows there's a player there, but the way he kind of coaches, um it's tough love, really. Well, it's not gonna be um Yeah you know
4: I, all smiles.
3: I, I, I agree and and, and I think the, the arm has been put around him or he's been allowed to just exist based on the fact that he's performed so well in his formative Spurs years. Um but with a manager like Mourinho, where it's just about this season. It's about what can we do this season? doesn't matter what happens in the future. It's not about cultivating youngsters for the future. It's just what can we do this season? How can we make this season the most successful it can possibly be? And if there's any player out there or within our squad who isn't pulling their weight or reaching their potential, then they're in the firing line. And while, again... We might suffer from that, and you've seen Mourinho's, um, his sort of trigger happy philosophy before, where he's let go of people like Solar and um, De Bruyne. But in both yeah. those instances, he's gone on to win stuff. So, do 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 you? I guess the question is 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 do you do you keep on to the uh, and, and harness the potential of of, of a, a, a top draw player as, as Delielli is, or do you focus on the whole? And that's winning trophies because... I think... I'm think... Oh, sorry, carry on. No, no, go on, Bill, go.
4: Yeah, because I think, for me, it's a perfect example of having Mourinho in charge. And like, this is us as fans. Where, um, maybe what we need to think about is when we're criticising the way he's handling um we need to think of Mourinho as someone who's won more in a season at Porto than we have in the last 20, 30 years. <laughs> that's um, not true. So is that like... true? Jesus, he hasn't...
3: To... Like... I mean, I know he's a Champions League. He won the league. Yeah. Did he win the treble?
4: I don't know. I don't know if that's a historical fact, actually, but you know. But when yeah. Champions League cancels out whatever we've done, time. right? <laughs> and um, so maybe it's this kind of thing that we need to sit back and say, right, we need to learn from someone like this. Mourinho's um, handled some of the biggest characters in football, you know, in history. He's had Ronaldo, the Ibrahimoviches, Balotelli, all these kind of characters. Um, and what right do we have as Spurs fans who haven't won anything in, you know, God knows how long, um, to really, you know, we should be really learning off someone like him, I think. Maybe the way that he's handled it is the way that's going to going lead, because Delielli's never won a trophy for us. Um, and we've, we, you know, we've given him everything at our club, but he's never taken us to the next level and won a trophy. Um, so maybe this is the way that we finally get, get over the line.
3: Yeah, and you saw in, 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 in the, the, the first couple of episodes of All, All or Nothing, where you saw and I'm sure the editing was, was beautifully put together and coincided with a, a peak in form that Delhi perhaps was always gonna have. But you saw, if if you believe everything you saw in that in that documentary, a uh, a reaction from Dele Ali to Mourinho's criticisms. And if, if Mourinho thought that he could get something out of Dele, Alli, there wouldn't be any in, in, in all of his these, these years of managing top footballers and top football clubs There'd be no doubt in Jose Mourinho's mind that you could get something out of Dele Ali if he thought he could. He wouldn't even think about selling him. I'd, I'd imagine. This isn't... It, it feels like for, for for the people that are, uh, are kind of pro-Dele Alli and anti-Mourinho uh, in this instance, it just... It, 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 it feels like that there's some sort of vindictive element to the way Jose Mourinho's behaving. And while he is an egotistical, psychopathic maniac undoubtedly I genuinely think that the the best that he believes the best thing that serves him is a uh winning a trophy at Tottenham given the fact that we haven't won one in such such a long time I can't this isn't about a personal vendetta against Delielli. and if he genuinely feels that Delielli isn't good enough for Tottenham as a man who's won 25 titles so we have to believe him (laughs) we've got to believe him
0: I I I also think, think as well um that with Delhi, like he, he, it may be a thing with him. Like Mourinho knows he's got like a, a short kind of career expectancy at, at Tottenham or, or at any other place that he goes. Uh, so he needs results now. Like he, he can't wait for Delhi to be out of form for eight to 10 games and then finally you know, pick up. He needs someone that's going to be in there now. And they might not be as good as Delhi, but at least they'll be consistent and that at least they'll give something. Um so I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a bit of both really.
4: And I think um, from a football point of view as well, the way that we play now, you know, I think Delhi's best years for us were always when he was right behind Kane and that sort of number ten role. But now we kind of play this four, four 3 3 Um the front three is set. And it's, you know it will eventually be Bale, Kane, and so on. And the midfield three—does Delhi really—is that really his best position? He doesn't seem to, when he's playing in that deeper midfield, or it doesn't seem to play to his strengths. He sort of, you know, wades around the pitch, not really up where he should be when he's right behind Kane. You know, and that's where we all got our best best years of Delhi, I think.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I just you know, agree. Where he just doesn't really fit in anymore.
3: Yeah, and maybe that is the case. Maybe there's a great player in there, but he just doesn't fit into our system, as you say, mate. And it. It's uh, that it will go on to another club and and he'll he'll be on fire, um, but again I just don't think you can hold on to the idea that that the may someday return, or maybe I'm missing maybe there's some nuances to the situation that I'm missing and I'm not intelligent enough to understand. I don't know, but that, that's that's where I'm at currently. But what what I want to talk about is that second half against Southampton because, like I, I was when we went two one up when when Son scored early on in the second half. I was on on a train on a train to London. And I had it. On, I got I got BT Sport on my phone, right? And it's actually. Can I gonna just say, like, this is the pod isn't sponsored, but what's the service! Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, they,
4: they... I think I saw last word on Spurs on BT Sport. <laughs> <huh? They're> fucking <laughs> hell! I
3: meant to Sport. I meant to Tanta Sport. Um, yeah, no, mate, it was so good. Uh, uh, as soon as Son scored, I think maybe like the rest of Spurs fans, I was just counting down the clock, just. Do not concede. Just play this game out. Can we get it out? And then, bang. Son was away. Finish. Bang. Son was away. Finish. Bang again. Son was away. Finish. Game done and dusted. And it was the most unexpected result, or certainly after the first half performance. And, and it just felt fucking great. It just... I couldn't... I I was on my, a train on my own. I wasn't with, with my mates. I was just sitting there thinking, feeling just fucking lovely. And 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 i wasn't expecting it what would you would you um summarize the left the the second half in the
4: same way billy i think there was this weird period in the second half i think it was when we <coughs> just were really kicking into gear um and i said at the time harry something happened to harry kane he just sort of switched into this insane like passing machine i think there was we went for, uh went after Son's fourth goal, there were two more through balls that he put in literally within seconds of each other after that almost led to goal-scoring chances. Mm. And I said at the time, it was like watching like the Harlem Glo- Globetrotters or something. Like Kane just went absolutely insane with these passes that he was putting through. I've never... I haven't really ever seen anything like it, to be honest. There was just a... No, there's like a 15-minute period in that second half where we were just absolutely sensational. And um, I think it's the best we've played in a, in a very long time, it, to be honest it is, it
3: was- Isn't it crazy that he is, he's, he's clearly in the top three or four, maybe behind Lewandowski and Haaland uh, as, uh, you know, the, one of the best number nines in, in Europe. It, and, and by proxy, that means the world. Um, <clears throat> and also to his game that those other two players don't have, or certainly haven't demonstrated as well as Harry Kane has, the passing ability of Glenn Hoddle or... Fucking Pirlo. Is that Pirlo? Is that he? He could play number ten if if you put him in number ten, yeah. he'd be so effective there as well. I think
4: if we had uh, if we had Harry Kane passing to Harry Kane, we'd be the best team in the world as well. Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, Billy,
3: I, I just want to just take take you up on that just for a moment because I saw that was one of your tweets the other day. And uh, how do you come up with fucking genius after genius after genius? So where does it come from?
4: It's quite simple, really. I just pay a hundred people t- to think of them for me. Have you have you, have you had that criticism thrown at you? <laughs> no 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 yeah no i don't think so no i just i don't know really just sort of um you know i think I think people always say, um, you know, how do you think about these things about Tottenham? But I think always being a Spurs fan, like Spurs fans write half the jokes for you, really. You, don't really. you just have to sort of point them out. Like, we're so easy to take the piss out of. And we're so easy to get in these ridiculous situations, like no other side. You know, I just I don't have to do anything. Just have to like th- for those
3: that don't know, Billy, Billy T runs... Uh, I just say runs. He's got his own Twitter account. The, the, he doesn't run a Twitter account. He has a Twitter account that is... Um, it's fucking gold, and and it has been for a long time. I mean, you, the first time you came on the podcast must have been four or five years ago, Bill. Yeah,
4: a while back now, a long time,
3: yeah. yeah, a long time. And um, and and even then, back then we were talking about how good your Twitter account is, and 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 I, th- I guess that people who are listening to this who don't know they might be thinking of like Hotspur related or all the other clones that have followed after him. But you, it's just your you, uh, the picture is you on a tube, uh, in a uh bad halloween costume a bad uh, halloween costume with a smiley face in front of you. so, so you, uh, yeah uh, so, so there's nothing yeah the, what was
4: incredible in all those years though, is the spurs are so easy to take the piss out of really <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah but you, you managed to do it in a way that is that it's not it's it's self-deprecating but there's also a love for the football club that's that's the niche yeah. that you've you managed to capture
4: yeah yeah I, you know it is it, you know as much as i hate them you know as all Spurs fans will say, we love them just as much as we hate them. I don't think teams more than I hate Spurs and I don't love any teams more than I love Spurs as well. So, yeah, it's been a... Yeah, yeah but like I said, was, in that in that time of period, we haven't won anything. Um, so it's just been a constant source of gold, really, for us.
3: And, uh, uh, yeah, and, 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 and you know, God willing, we might be on to something this season. Who knows? We had one and what,
4: har- win, what, what do we take the piss out of then? That's what we have to think Well, about. that's your problem.
3: That's your problem. Because the, <laughs> the trophy-winning season would do our Twitter account fucking handsomely. Jack in, I think. <laughs> yeah, jack it in. Um, yeah, so, so we had, uh, had this incredible uh, second half. Uh, four assists and one goal from Harry Kane and four goals from Hun- Hunmin Son. And after the game, obviously, the biggest talking point that's got a lot of, a lot of fannies flapping is... Um, <laughs> Ricky, why are you laughing at because yeah he's saying that you're a child uh well no, you're the child you're shut up. the the um so we we uh yeah you know a lot of people very like annoyed at the fact that um in in uh in both of their both of their um their, what would you call them? Like post-match conversations or post-match interviews uh, that, that Harry Kane had with Spurs TV and whom and Son had with BT, I think. Jose Mourinho took it upon himself to, <laughs> to interrupt both interviews to explain to both players that whatever, you, whoever you thought was man of the match, wasn't, and what Jose Mourinho says was man of the match is correct. So, so he's gone up to he's gone up to Son and said. Uh, by the way, Harry Kane's man of the match. Don't get too, don't get above your station. And <laughs> and he's and, and I'm not sure if it was just me, but the pitch in Son's voice just dipped a couple of octaves after, after he got that. And 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 uh, Kane just looked bemused. But is there any any you know is there any uh, validity in his, his argument that uh, Harry Kane was man of the match? Because I, for one, thought that Harry Kane was man of the match.
0: I think. Well, I, I think uh, because Son got the goals, he uh, he defaults to to man of the match
3: because. Should it be that way though, Rick? You
0: well, I, I or... don't know. You, you, can, you can you can you can you can question it, obviously, but I mean, I, I think either or um, could have been could have been man of the match. they, they were both uh, exceptional. What I do think, I mean, I I wasn't massively annoyed about. What uh Mourinho buttoned himself uh into Son's interview, but uh I, I was thinking, was that really necessary? <laughs> like, did you <laughs> did you really need to say that? Did you need to get like crane crow by yourself in on camera, just like peek your head round and say, by the way, you didn't deserve that. He did. See you later. <laughs> See you on the bus, Sonny. In a bit, mate. God.
4: I've never really followed it before as well, but do you see he even Instagrammed about it after he? I think he posted a picture of Harry Kane saying, "Team players are the best players," and I was wondering if that yeah. was like else or something, you know? Yeah,
3: he doesn't do himself any favours, Jose. As much as we <laughs> back him, he does, he does not do himself. what, what do you think his motive that was there, Bill?
0: It's all head games, man. All well, head games. <laughs> all of it.
4: It'd be a shot of Delhi Ali. You, you, you never know. I don't know. You never know of Mourinho, do you? You never really know. Do you, do you think that either of them
3: <coughs> would have been negatively impacted by all these words?
4: I, I don't think so, no. I, I think, um, yeah, I think, I don't, I, you know, one of those things at the end of the day where man of the match is such a sort of irrelevant thing, really, isn't it, when you think about it? It doesn't really affect anyone in any way. So hopefully it's just all, you know, we're probably as fans looking too much into it, I think.
3: Yeah, I, I yeah I agree I agree. Um, did you did you come away from that performance uh, very hopeful for the rest of the season?
4: I think what made it for me was when you when you see Kane, he sort of evolving slightly as a player over the last few years. He's he's you know he's we know he's the best goal scorer that we've had for a very long time, and now he's sort of evolved all this creativity as well. And it was so effective with Son as a runner. But when you imagine that in a few weeks' time, he could have Gareth Bale and Son as a runner. It's just, it's absolutely insane what you, you know, the potential of our team. And I think that is, for me, it's made me think that, you know, if we actually, if we utilise this incredible front three that we have, then we should really be challenging for for, for trophies. We have to, really. Yeah, definitely,
3: definitely. And and like, one of the things that I said to the boys during during the game was that these breakaway goals aren't a coincidence. You can't continually score in the same goal every game or every other game over and over again if it wasn't a tactic and and wh- for, you know whether you like Jose Mourinho's football or you don't like it is irrelevant the fact is at this stage if you're just purely analyzing the goals this isn't just about individual brilliance it's not it's about a tactic <laughs> that, that's been created and we scored three goals against uh, Leicester who were at the time third in the league or fourth in the league I know they're on a little bit of poor form but we exposed them. We exposed Arsenal. We could have scored four against Arsenal. We we scored five against Southampton. Um, we've had breakaway goals elsewhere as well. I'm not. I, I get that there's there's a, there's a there's a there's a jeopardy in in relying on breakaway goals and relying on the quality of your footballers. But perhaps Jose Mourinho believes in the quality of his his forward players. And if we can soak up player and break away because we have that pace and we have the Garland and. Um, and uh, vision of Harry Kane, and we've got Gareth Bale coming in, who historically at Spurs was probably the best counter-attacking footballer we've ever seen. That it seems like a tactic that could work nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten. Si- if this works seven times out of ten, we would finish second or first in the league. So we're really, if you think about it in percentages, in terms of like, I- I- if this tactic works six times out of ten, and we're winning games six times out of 10 because of that. That's a 60% win ratio, if it works. And I'm boiling football down in, in a very sort of uh, obvious way. But if you look at it like that, if we have such a potent attack and we can dominate teams on the break, as we have done, then maybe this isn't a bad tactic at all. Or maybe we, we can see success playing this way.
4: Rick. I think as well, you imagine from defending defending point of view, I think Son is probably one of the, you know, probably the top one of the top three players in the world, are getting in between the lines like that and making those runs. His movement is absolutely insane, um, and you'd imagine from a defender's defensive point of view, you'd focus on somehow nullifying that. Then when you've got Gareth Bale doing exactly the same, also one of the absolute world-class players at doing that, it's it's literally unplayable. Like, how do you even prevent it? It's, you know, it must be such a headache for defenders. And you've got both of those players of like Harry Kane dropping deep with his with his passing. You know, on paper, like how how do, how can it be stopped? But you know, obviously we're Spurs, so this is one of those things where Gareth Bale is going to come into the team. We're going to have six nil-nil draws in a row. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there is. There's, there's the twi- that's his brain working. That's Billy's brain working for Twitter. Uh, he uh, yeah, I mean, you know, definitely a Spursy scenario where that 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 could happen for sure. But I just
0: want to I, I just want to go back to your point as well, uh, Flav, about what you were saying about how we're set up and counter attacking and stuff like that. Um. In the first half, it was proper, um, you know, I think everyone was feeling a bit down with, you know, um, it, it wasn't the greatest performance. Um, but we we, we scored, uh, We scored, We I remember scoring an offside goal. I don't know if there was two. There was but, two,
3: there was two. Was, Kane scored both.
0: And then there was another ch- chance where Son was put through. Uh,
3: uh-huh,
0: yeah. And, uh, yeah, and the keep, keeper made a save. So these are all kind of uh, goals that obviously they were ruled out but they were nearly chances and we were pulling off the same uh, kind of moves and making the same
3: runs well, if it, if, but if, it, if, just, if, it just wasn't pulling off If VAR then, didn't exist, the second we'd, half, we'd have had seven goals in that game
0: Exactly, doing the same thing so it, it it was a tactical plan that obviously just the first few times were a bit rusty or wasn't timing our runs, second half it was devastating
3: Basically, we're going to win the league, Rick right? Yeah, oh, fucking hell. You know it. Mate, everyone's banging on about Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool, look, they're so good. They bought fucking Thiago and Alcatraz or whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> and, uh, oh, God, Chelsea, they're good. They spent loads of money. How about Tottenham fucking Hotspur? How about that? T- pricks. Yeah, yeah. Billy, are you backing that attitude? Or... <laughs>
4: League winners, fuck it. Mate, imagine, 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 though. Imagine, just imagine. Like the- I think the thing as well. I've been, I been I said this on uh, Sunday as well. I think there's, I think there's four players in our team at the moment that are, are holding us back slightly. And it's Mora, um, Davis, Winks, and Dyer. I think you know they're great squad players, but I think if we were really to, to to progress onto that league winning level, then hopefully they'll be phased out of our team. And now we're into a position where we've got Bayer, we've got the the left back, and we've got a couple of other options <laughs> that come in. Hopefully Gio will come into midfield, um, where those players aren't going to be in our starting eleven anymore. And I think once those are all sort of improved. You know, I think you know we're going to really possibilities are endless for us. Bill, Bill
3: do you reckon if we hadn't signed Bow along with the left back, that, that we'd be able to know who he was or pronounce his name? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Reggie, and I'm just going to call him it's Reggie. Reggie, I'll be yeah, because yeah. that, that's yeah. what we do. Proper English, that's we do it. I love
4: you, he tweeted that video where he said how to pronounce it, and I was fucking on the wiser whatsoever. <laughs> mate, I got I got
3: four seconds into that video, I was like, mate, I'm going to watch Bowe <laughs> highlights. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, without that though it'd be a fucking brilliant signing wouldn't it it's kind of really? the perspective has changed fucking great signing I mean, what, what wonderful time to be where we've got um, you know a hero coming back to Wahia Lane and a great other player that none of us know who he was how to pronounce his <laughs> name it's wonderful this is like this is the probably the best situation you could possibly go in. on Reg go on Reg uh, that's, whenever I hear the word Reg I think about an old man that lived down my, my street um, when I was a kid in Roden Street in Holloway and he was a handyman and he'd come in and uh, fix all the you know shit that's going on in my nan's house but now I'm saying that I think that that sounds be... very much like a euphemism <laughs> well so I think he's fixing more than the uh, the pipes if, if you want to go down that way <laughs> fact, now I'm thinking about my granddad and nan's relationship just falling apart but luckily uh, they you know my granddad died before that he, he realised <laughs>
4: If you start hating the left back, then it's from like trauma from you know, his... Reg from Holloway, anyway. Uh, the um,
3: yeah, and Domblay started, didn't he? Uh, something that we all wanted to hear, uh, all wanted to see. Uh, we saw him come on against Bournemouth last year and really change the game. You know, he was the bright spark in that fixture, and um. And uh, Mourinho didn't give him any 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 plaudits, any any props at all. He just said he was no better or no worse than all the other players, and we saw with our own eyes that that wasn't the case. He was clearly, you know, a game changer. And he started this game against Southampton, and despite us going, uh, we went in one all. We went one all. Uh, and they had a goal goal disallowed, but Southampton were on the uh, ascendancy. I felt, but Ndumbi had a good good half, and and I think a lot of us were disappointed when he was pulled at half time. Uh, La came on, and we consequently had a great game, and we went on to, to win 5 2, as we know. But it feels like Billy that Ndombele is back in Jose Mourinho's first team plans.
4: Feel- I think so. And if you saw some of those things that he was doing in that second, in the first half, the role for, you know, that's- for, for, for the goal, right that we wanted the whole time. That's what we wanted to see. We wanted to see him beating a couple of players and putting some through ball. He put an incredible ball in for Son and he, put, he actually put the through ball in for Kane and Son at the same time. It was that good a ball. It passed for two players at once. And they both threw on goal. They were just offside and they got, got chalked off. But that was an incredible through ball. Um, and we just saw glimpses of that player that we were alleged to have bought in the first place. Um, and I really, really hope the reason why he was taken off at half-time is because of a fitness issue. Um, because I think if we are, you know, keep talking about if we really want to get to that next level, I think we need to find a way of getting him and Gio in the same midfield at the same time. So I think that's when we'll be really, really flying. I
3: think all of us have said the same thing, is that midfield of Hoybier and Domblay and Lo and, and Celso is what we want to see. Really, 100%. But, but is, is, that our, our, uh, is it just because we know they're all good players and as fans, we don't really care or understand about tactics. And I think
4: um, a lot of people saying, you know, you know, about Winks. The thing that Winks give us is his is, is fitness and his work rate. Is you, you know what you're going to get with him. And Undombele, he's he's like a he's like a flash player, isn't he? He's incredible on the ball, but he's not someone who's going to run around for ninety minutes. You know pressing it all over the gas yeah. um, and maybe that's the sort of where my Jose seem to you know he seems to love Winks at the
3: moment well to, to use a, like a boxing analogy is uh, that uh, a flash knockout, a flash knockdown can happen at any time if en, a, and Don is a flash knockdown then Harry Winks is the jab exactly uh, yeah. how about you enjoy that? <laughs> yeah I did yeah it was I think, good I think that's probably my best bit of podcasting I've done <laughs> <laughs> in at least three years um uh, yeah, yeah, but lacelso came in, and uh, what, what a wonderful thing it is to have a squad of of <laughs> footballers. Uh, to have someone like lacelso, even if he wasn't fit, like you know Jose Mourinho said he wasn't fit, to, to have to have him come in and be able to influence the game in the way he did in midfield, to take over for Ndombi, who had a a decent first half and 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 flashes of brilliance. That's what a squads about. That's what we need if we're going to do anything this season.
4: And I think for me as well, that's another. We're talking about earlier about learning from Mourinho. You know, people at the beginning of the season were asking, uh, you know, why is Buguien on the bench or something like that. And Mourinho said, you don't know, get people asking at Man City, you know, why Jesus is on the bench or why uh, Bernardo Silva is on the bench. They have a squad of good players, and I think that's the kind of thing that we need to move in towards. Is you know. Getting that squad of players, where we've got so many options on the bench, um, and we look like we're finally getting to a stage now where we'll actually have players on the bench that can come in and make a huge difference to us. Because Mourinho wins titles because of the squad, not because of the eleven that he has.
3: Exactly, exactly. The best, the best clubs in the world, the winners out there, have unhappy players on the bench. Yeah, yeah. I want. It's just how you manage it all. And and I would say, don't manage it. Just create as much depression and bipolarness in in the squad as possible, as long as it sort of you know relates to to, to what might have happened in a, a peak Barcelona team. As long as we win, fuck their mental yeah. health. Fuck their mental health.
4: After the game, uh, Mourinho's not having a gut son, even though he scored four goals.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you happy, son? You, My you, moment of happiness. You ain't a, you ain't manning that much. You scored four goals. <laughs>
0: Jose just plays like little mind games like in the home <laughs> dressing room. When, when all the seats are out for half time, uh, he'll like put 10 seats out instead of the 11 for the team and whoever <laughs> doesn't see, whoever's just left standing, Dropped. <laughs> he just looks at him, looks at him straight in the eye, and he's like, you know, you didn't get there quick enough. And he's just doing all these little mad shit all the time, hiding someone's left boot and stuff. So see how quickly they can locate it.
3: Yeah, it's like those mad mad bastards, the that, 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 that psychopaths, that they, they end up with, uh, that they, they, they date a woman, and, and they're all nice and good for the first six or seven months, and then they just start turning a bit weird and possessive, and they start moving their shoes, hide hiding one shoe in the cupboard, and and yeah leave,
0: leaving their purse in, in the uh freezer and shit like that exactly and they, they go you, why is, um,
3: why is my my purse in the freezer what why is one of my shoes in the cupboard and they like i don't know you must have put them in there what i i didn't
4: <laughs> in fact, so what <laughs> you're saying is um and has not been in the squad for a few months because he's shit at musical chairs basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what i'm
3: all for it i'm all for it i absolutely love that shit that's that's the kind of that's the mentality
4: yeah, that is fucking chairs. That's what it's all about.
3: Indeed, indeed. Um, a- a- any other comments from uh the, the-, the Southampton game? Anything else you want to add? Anything you took away from the game? Wait. Frank, fuck, <laughs> we got rid of uh Walker Peters, eh? What a what a funny! <laughs> he did it right, he set the, up, didn't he, the
0: little
4: bastard, Kane absolutely clattered him. What was that about? I didn't... I thought he was going to give him a little, you know, I thought he was going to lift him up and, you know, have a little nod that he used to play together. He just fucking walked on fire as cold, didn't he, as well? Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair play.
4: Anyway, we've got some questions
3: here. Uh, next sort of 10, 15 minutes of the pub, we can to do some questions from the lovely people who have sent them in. Uh, the first one is from M, and uh, she says, how long did it take for Ricky's ring piece to recover from the madras? Does he have more food-related planned, uh, content planned in the future with the rest of the squad? Thanks. So,
0: Brilliant. I'm glad you picked that one out of everything that came in. Well, what, what does it mean? Basically, I tweeted Bale like, in 2013 telling him that I had a curry and a bit of ring sting. I don't know why I did it. It was fucking seven years ago. I was very young, immature, and
3: someone... You're I think very was young. Teed... You were early 30s. What are you talking about? Well, you know,
0: it was seven years ago. The, the internet wasn't how it was now. Not everyone's, everyone's trying to cancel each other now.
3: How does Emma and, know about this?
0: Because T, I don't know how, why he was doing it, dug this tweet up in 2013 and decided to retweet it. And then Big John Bass did the same thing as well. And then <laughs> everyone started seeing it and was like, mate, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know.
3: <laughs> what was that about, Rick? Why'd you do that? I don't
0: know, mate. I don't know. I don't know what I tweet
3: after time. That's not the mentality, mate.
4: So maybe when Gareth Bale's going on BT Sport and talking about coming back to a place he's loved, maybe, really, maybe he really means just coming back to a place where people are tweeting about their ass. Yeah,
3: yeah, maybe. Yeah, Jeff, I think so. Ricky also, Ricky also tweeted um, that he was going to make Harry uh, Kane a spaghetti bolognese if he comes round his ass.
0: <laughs> I regularly,
3: regularly tweet.
0: I must have tweeted him about fifty times. <laughs> okay. Like genuinely, like just try and pull out all the stops well try at Eric deli, see if they see if they know about it. it roll out the garlic bread I even rolled out a garlic chia batter bread the other day nothing
3: bruv do you reckon he's lying on the sofa at home and um, he goes oh that Ricky TFC's fucking tweeting me about fucking spaghetti bolognese again what a fucking weird prick
0: yeah yeah that's what I hope's happening that's what I hope like in his little clan like, who he's knocking about with Ben Davies, and they're just sitting at the breakfast, and he just like have this grin on his face. Like,
3: Look,
0: just points at his phone, spag bowl
3: again. Or
0: maybe like, maybe he goes, Should, doesn't know should, what's I, happening. should
3: I block him? <laughs>
0: uh,
3: we've got another question. John Murray says, uh, How is the worst guest duo in podcast history conducive to its billing as a big podcast? John, is, uh, this is Billy's a friend of yours
4: this is from a man who has left england to go and live in america so i think anything he says is a v- totally void and he should fuck off back to baseball
3: <laughs> so I, I i think that's unfair on john and uh, uh, john john uh, you, he's he's been sending questions in for a while uh, pretty much since the beginning and um, i I feel like you should cut him a break if he's going to to america to to you know meet And be with his beloved, Billy, that you shouldn't reduce uh, such a magnificent thing, a magnificent act of romanticism to to something so uh, flippant as what you just did. Baseball nonce, Base, baseball nonce. Okay, good. Baseball nonce is that. That's this is what's great about being a man in Britain, isn't it? Like add nonce to any 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 interest that someone might, add. and you win, and you win. You can't lose. Yeah, you, can't. you can take any noun and just put nonce after it. And it's... Uh, where, <laughs> where, where, <laughs> Billy, where are you at with the word nonce? Are you a big fan?
4: Oh, yeah, mate. It's all, always in the category, always in the list, isn't it? It's just, a, it's just a classic insult, really, isn't it? It's kind of lost its meaning over time as of, of the paedophile, but it's still a great insult in the locker, I think.
3: I wonder how many people that use the word nonce actually know what it actually means. It's like, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, if you called someone a nonce, that was fucking... You're going to get murdered talk. If you say it to the wrong yeah. person, you're dead. But uh, right now, you can call anyone a nonce. Like, I know Ricky, and he is a... Uh what would I say? Uh,
0: I'll just say you're 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 a shark nunce.
3: I am a shark nun, <laughs> I'm a big fan of yeah. sharks. There's nothing wrong with that. They're yeah. really interesting uh thing. <laughs> uh Barty says Sony score four in honor uh in, in honor, what's the biggest thing you could fit four of up your bum, Billy? Wow. Fucking hell. Might
4: need a... could oh. did you
3: fit you know the standard Lego That's... the Lego brick?
4: Yeah. Could you get four of them in? As a uh, as a rule of thumb, I go nowhere near that with any anything. Doesn't matter what size, what anything. I, I'm with you. Near. I'm not
3: like there's there's men out there. No pun intended in rule of thumb there. By the way, <laughs> oh well, I did, yeah. But they, <laughs> I, I, I I'm with you. I don't understand like some men are really into things going up their bums, and I'm not nah. even that's not like a homophobic slur. I'm just saying there are men out there that are just interested in their own arse. And I can't I, can't be doing that,
4: mate. Can't be
3: doing that. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like Ricky's very silent here, but I don't get it. No, well, I, I,
0: I, I, to this day, I haven't. To this day, (laughs) nothing's ventured in there from, uh, from a female. Uh, But But,
3: I I wouldn't. But I I
0: wouldn't. uh, I wouldn't recoil in disgust if one day, (laughs) just you know, just. Finger popped in there or anything? Oh,
3: like cool. that. Uh, just, bull- just go with it. Utter bullshit, Ricky. You can't say no, uh, nothing's happened from a female. But if something did happen in the future, I wouldn't recoil. It's basically saying that something's happened. Just there was no female involved. All I would say is that I uh, know knowing your 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 partner as well as I do has uh, as long as I have, I absolutely hundred percent know that things have gone in your bottom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I've got a question from. uh Sorry, uh, uh, question from uh, not suitable for work. Come on, you Spurs. He says, "Have you ever shit the bed?" Is any of this going to be about Spurs? Or what what are people? <laughs> uh,
4: just answer the question, Billy, please. Uh, no, and also, is, are these questions is the reason why last word on Spurs is on Sky Sports News? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we're not at the moment. I don't think so. I think it's just because their the, the, their content's better. But um, yeah, uh, so you say no, uh, Ricky? You must have come on.
0: No, not the bed. Nope, that was the question, right. and I have not shit the bed.
3: Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, so T Drizzle, he says, if you had to give one of the boys a hard fucking L, you can tell like, I haven't read these questions. But this is, I don't, maybe <laughs> it's you, Billy, because usually uh, uh, we get these questions every now and then, obviously, but not
4: this many. Uh, Just attract some paedophiles and nonsense.
3: Well, they, uh, to the- uh, well uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but T Drizzle he says if you had to give one of the Spurs boys a hard dickin, who would it be? Winks or Re- Reglon? It's got to be Regulon because he's new, isn't he? It's new, it's, it's untapped territory.
4: Also, have you yeah. seen? Have uh, seen his missus as well? She's I'm, very attractive. I'm sure she would
3: she has nothing to do with it. if you were giving him a hard dickin. She'd probably recoil and disgust. It probably would be the end of their relationship, Billy. <laughs> but she what she joined in though that's the question all right well if you had to give Regulon a hard dick in for that to happen then i think that's probably the straightest thing you could possibly do Definitely.
0: yeah go, go through reggie to to get to her
3: yeah that's fair fair enough
4: harry is too childlike because well it'd be like you know non- very, very, very a- actually yeah. Nancy, actually Nancy. yeah
3: okay uh uh bash he says do you think levy fixed the orient COVID results to avoid a banana skin tie so those that don't know if you've been living under a rock uh the various orient players would be come down with coronavirus uh it could be that they have to abandon the tie, which means that spurs get a buy into the next
4: round um
3: do you think um, i mean if
4: if we are doing that, then it's the shittest version of Lasagna Gate ever, isn't it? I mean, if we it. have to resort to that to beating fucking late in Orient, <laughs> then I think we need to take a look at ourselves as a club. Yeah. Surely be better off do it, using it for like Arsenal at home or something like should that. Should the hour. game we're go busy. ahead,
3: <laughs> Billy? Should the game go ahead? Do, do you see a potential banana skin there?
4: Um I think so, just because of the schedule. And I have no idea what sort of team we're going to play out. I mean, we're going to have to... You know, we've got the game literally in two days later. I think he's going to play all kinds of, of the youth players and stuff. So I, f- I think it will be a tricky game, actually.
3: Yeah. They'd have to play and then get on a plane pretty much. Because it was a long way. Macedonia is a long way.
4: And I think what's really scary for me is if we win both of these matches, we'll have the same situation with the Chelsea game. And if Chelsea go through as well, and that would be, you know, if we, I'd rather lose, I think I'd rather lose to Leighton Orient tomorrow than lose to Chelsea uh, a, a couple of weeks later. Yeah, for sure.
3: Um, Have you seen the state of that stadium in Macedonia? I mean, what was you expecting the new white? LA? Well, uh, no, no, but,
0: uh, <laughs> no, certainly not that, but better than w- what I've seen. It, it is uh, there's like trees going through the stands. And stuff. <laughs> Did you see the? Um... Like, you can't, you can't do that.
3: Did you, you, see, you see the Spurs TV, <laughs> um, a video where uh, they they brought out? gareth bow to to see the new stadium not not the the other geezer that we've signed gareth Bauer bring him out like the other geezer. he can fucking see it when he plays if he ever gets to our first team then you can see the stadium but gareth He's playing tomorrow. is he all right well you, you can i don't know. That's, but i mean i mean i really don't care who plays against sorry i probably won't even watch it but the the um i don't mean that i will watch it i love spurs as much as the rest of you <laughs> Before anyone jumps in, well, you don't even watch Spurs. <laughs> I watch the big games. All right, I watch the I watch Chelsea, West Ham, Arsenal. That's all I watch. Anyway, um, uh, Gareth Bale goes in and he goes, all right, I just just uh, you haven't seen it before, have you? And I just want you to just I want we want to capture your face as you go in and 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 see the new stadium." And he's like, "Oh wow, yeah, it's good, isn't it?" God, I like the cockerel out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, Gareth, can we do this again? Stop fucking being yourself. Animate somewhat. <laughs> Just <looking> around
4: <laughs> golf holes and fucking putting green. Exactly, exactly. He's, he's looking at because that is a nice fairway. I do think about the lockdown though has robbed us of. It would have been. Uh, three consecutive away games in a week, which has been a dream for the fans. We'd have gone to fucking Southampton, Leighton Orient and Macedonia in the space of six days. That is a, the trip of dreams, isn't it, really?
3: And, and, that, <laughs> right. and, and the thing is, is that, that that's not... The people don't... Like, uh, people outside of those that are lucky enough to go away and watch Spurs, which is it's quite a small subsection of of the Spurs support, and those are the fans that have been going long enough that have earned the right to, to accumulate the... Uh, loyalty points and, and, and it's the, it's the same people that go because they've been going longest but the, those, those people like they, a part of their their their, their experiences of watching Spurs, he, he's going away he's getting on those trains, he's having a beer in, in whatever pub they meet up in he's,
4: he's meeting and it's like, people and It's like you say, you know, I'm sure I know you're only joking but I'm sure there'll be quite a few people that won't bother watching on TV tomorrow but if you had the prospect of going late and Orient away with your mates, it's just a totally different thing isn't it right? Like all over. I mean, we never, we never get the chance to play, place, go places like that. So, well, so what, it's totally different. Well, Billy, Billy, you, in, like, you, you probably know the answer
3: to this. But the hardest ticket to get in uh, when Bournemouth were in the league was Bournemouth away.
4: Yeah, eight
3: hundred, nine hundred people there,
4: and, if, and that's really what you—that's what you love, isn't it? You love going to an absolute shithole with six hundred other Spurs fans, and going. You know that when you, when you see that photo of the Macedonia Stadium, you might think what a terrible place to go. Uh, for a player, but as an away fan, you're thinking that is a fucking place of dreams. Going for an absolute dive, yeah. that is the dreams fans
3: smashing up a few locals. <laughs> if you love 50p
0: pints, all a that shit.
3: Pint of vodka for 50p or something. Yeah, yeah. couple of brasses, <laughs> few slaps, and uh, Bob's your uncle. Get back home to the wife. Uh... <laughs> all right on, on that note i think that's a, a great a great place for us all to win friday night kyle
4: walker calls it what's that mate or a friday night as kyle walker calls it. i know uh,
3: <laughs> he's a naughty boy but wouldn't we all be naughty actually probably not i, I reckon i'd still be an upstanding citizen he, he's a cunt anyway on um on, on that note let's uh let's uh, let's finish the fighting cop podcast billy thank you so much it's been a while it's been a bit since you've pleasure, been on there pleasure, but absolutely. But if you're if you're up for it, now that Skype's like people like a perfectly acceptable way to record a podcast, that perhaps we could get you on more often. Hundred percent, I'd love to, too. That'd be wonderful. Cheers, mate. Thank you, Ricky. No worries. And uh, up the Spurs.
4: Up the Spurs. <laughs>
0: A dummy in the barbie of your mommy Ha ha Flight in car Can we don't give a shit Everybody knows flat Flatbait's a prick We can get a stick In the mini socket willy really. When you're getting grilly Yeah you gotta bang the milly